Cheers! What's up everybody? Paul Sferlia here. Welcome back to a new episode of Hospitality Secrets Podcast. I'm really grateful that you came back for another story, for another lesson. And today we're going to talk about another lesson from the Power of Moments book. Uh, yesterday and the, the previous day we spoke about uh, and, and the previous days we started and we spoke about defining moments what does it mean to, to design a defining moment which is a memorable moment then we spoke about uh, the category of elevation defining moments then yesterday we, sp- we, we talked about insight moments and today we're gonna talk about moments of pride How can you design more moments of pride? So if you're curious, see you after the intro. So the big question is this. How can we, the hospitality industry, present or future entrepreneurs, offer memorable hospitality experiences to our guests in a way that our staff is happy and the business is profitable and sustainable? This is the question and this podcast will try to give you the answer. My name is Paul Sferlia and welcome to Hospitality Secrets. Pride is an interesting feeling and interesting emotion that we as human being are, beings are experimented, experienced. Yeah? We experience pride. <laughs> This is, I think, what I wanted to transmit. And um, we actually are eager to feel pride, pr- pr- to, to, to be proud and to feel pride. It's kind of a tricky word. Pride, proudness, proud. So we are eager to feel the, some moments of pride. We want to feel proud of what we are doing and we want that, uh, other people to, to acknowledge our skills and our competencies and, and our uh, gifts. And I, 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 I empathize with this uh, feeling because I was looking for this feeling very much. I wanted to be proud of myself. I wanted my mother to be proud of myself, my, my wife to be proud of, pr- proud of me. So I was looking for, uh, for, for pride in, in all the relationships I had. And, and more exactly, I think I was looking for, for, for being more proud because everybody was asking me, where, when do I want to get a real job? <laughs> I started working as a bartender. I absolutely loved this job, but everybody was keep asking me, when do I want to get a real job? When do I want to go back to college? When do I want to learn a real, uh, a real thing to do, to work? And I was very frustrated because this was the real thing for me. For me, in the hospitality industry is the real thing, is the real, uh, the real job that I, I really want to have. And I consider that I'm not working at all because that's how much I love what I'm doing. And I could do it for free. And uh, in this um, coronavirus times, actually, I'm kind of doing for free most of the job that I'm doing because I'm loving it so much. So at the beginning of my career, I was looking for moments of pride in uh, in uh, in uh, what I was doing. And I was continuously looking for moments of, of, of to be proud because I wanted to increase my self-efficacy, my self-esteem. So there is an episode in this podcast where I talk about self-efficacy. And uh, one of the, the ways of increasing your self-efficacy or your self-esteem is by having more moments of pride. 
moments of, of being proud of what you are and what you do. So one of the biggest moments of, of, of biggest moments of, of pride that I was I, I ever experimented, I think in my whole life, the, the, the most the, the zero moment when I was the most proud of what I was doing, was a mo- uh, a very intense moment when actually I achieved something, I won something, and actually people recognize my skills and recognize the the hard work that I was putting in. And the, the backstory starts in in 2014, I think, 2014, 2015, a few years ago, uh, when I I. Uh, started participating to cocktail competitions. I won Monet competition and then I was thinking, I was flirting with the idea to participate into world-class competition, which at that point it was like something from another galaxy for me. I was geeking all the videos on YouTube about world-class and I was researching, but still, I had no self-esteem, I had no self-efficacy, so I consider that I'm not uh, prepared, I'm not well uh, well prepared enough to participate in world-class competition. So the, so the first wave of registration passed and I said, I won't participate this year, I will train more and I will practice more and I will participate the next year. Luckily, a few a few uh, friends from the hospitality industry persuaded and convinced me to, to participate to work class because I have nothing to lose. Even though I was not confident at all, I said, okay, I will participate. I did a, a, a video of... Uh, there was like in, in the second wave of registrations, you should uh, submit a recipe. And I said, okay, I will do a video with the recipe. And you can see you can see that video on YouTube. I think his name is Augustus Bullet or something. With uh, that was the video with with which I I uh, got in the in the top ten finalists, the national finalists for World Class Romania which for me it was already a massive success i was so proud that i managed to 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 uh, qualify to the best 10 bartenders in romania so already for me i already experimented moments of pride when i already felt very proud that i was selected among the best top 10 bartenders from uh, from romania so for me already it was a massive success and and my self-esteem started growing and i started believing in my own skills and in my own strengths so after i i uh, uh, I, I, I was qualified in top 10 uh, bartenders from Romania. That was the moment when the fun started beginning <laughs> and uh, actually the real work started beginning. And uh, there was like, I think there were five challenges to the national finals. So we had a few months to prepare ourselves. We, we got the briefing and we started preparing the, those five uh, challenges that we had to, to prepare. 
And I told you in yesterday's episode, I was a maniac about preparation, about training. I was an obsessed freak about training and I was training all day. I was only thinking about work class, about that competition. That was the ultimate goal for me because I was thinking that if I managed to do a nice face at the national finals of work class, I will I will be more proud of of uh, me about my job my my parents will start being more proud of of the job that I'm having and maybe they will start considering my job as a real job and they will stop asking me when I will get a serious real job so I trained very much, I prepared a lot and I was doing also the, the you, you, if you want to see more how I trained and how I prepared, you can go to, to self-efficacy uh, episode from this podcast and I'll, I'll, I, I speak there more about visualization and I was visualizing every single morning, I was visualizing that uh, I'm winning this competition, that I can do it, that I'm, I, uh, I'm doing a, a, an amazing thing at the national finals. So I was training. I was visualizing it and I was I, I believed very much in this competition and that this is my ticket to 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 be recognized as as a bartender and to to the people around me to see my job as a real job so I uh, trained a lot and then the national finals I uh, actually I did a few interesting things, even though I was participating with the best bartenders from Romania. So there were a few a few bartenders with whom I was participating, and I can give you some some nice big names of, of of the the competitors that were participating that year to the national finals in work class. When I arrived in Bucharest, I was so stressed, I was so panicked because I was actually competing with uh, Sergio Biris, Costin Gake, Hore Akoloji. Uh, Emmanuel Magda, uh, Kalinio Anicio. There were a lot of good guys. All the 10 top 10 participants were amazing, were absolutely great and experimented bartenders. So for me, it was a privilege and an honor and a big pride to go and compete into a national final with the best nine other bartenders from Romania. So I was very proud of me traveling there to Bucharest and and compete into the national finals of the world class. So I knew that I I, I was feeling somehow that I had no, I I couldn't win that competition. I I didn't believe, I was not believing in my strengths, in my skills. And I, I, I kind of, uh, went there with no expectation because for me I already uh, I am very proud of my achievements I my my bartending career was was uh, uh, on the in the uh, went on the roof because I I uh, I, I uh, participated in work class in top 10 I was in top 10 bartenders in Romania in in the work class competition so I was very happy to to be there I was very scared that I was participating with best uh, with my mentors with my gurus from the industry from Romania and actually I had to compete against them so in those two days I was very 
focused about what I had to do. So my ultimate uh, focus goal was to to do the best I can do in that uh, national finals of world class. And I was 100% focused on what I had to do. I was always uh, rehearsing my my routines, my my speeches, and I, I always had the headphones. I never wanted to listen to anybody else. I never watched any other uh, competitors. I, I didn't watch any representations of other competitors. I was always with my headphones and I was rehearsing the routine, the speech, the drinks. I, re- I was rehearsing over and over and over again what I had to do. I was super concentrated and even even the judges actually, they told me at the end that uh, they liked very much that I was super focused. I had my headphones and I was was just there in the zone, not seeing uh, other competitors, how they are doing and talking and having fun and, and socializing because my ultimate purpose there was not to socialize, to have fun, but was to, to do the best that I can do in that competition. So after the first day, I, I remember very well that the first challenge, I didn't transmit the messages I wanted to transmit. The I had judges, we had the, the judges were Aristoteles Papadopoulos and David Rios, two previous uh, global world-class winners, and they judged, they were the judges to those two days. So in the first challenge, I, I didn't transmit the message. They didn't got the idea that I wanted to send, and they were kind of, I was uh, on the last uh, places in, in the classament, in the ranking, classament, it's in Romanian. <laughs> so in the ranking, I was among the last ones from the first challenge because I didn't manage to transmit. To so the second challenge, I started focusing more and then I got back and I, 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 I delivered the messages I wanted to deliver. And at third challenge in the first day, I, I deliver what I wanted to deliver. So from the first day, they, they selected only five participants to go in the next day and have two more challenges. So at the end of the first day, I was on the stage uh, and they were announcing the, the, the top five that will participate also next day. The, the rest uh, of, of the other five who didn't... Uh, qualify to participate in the next day they would have free time so they announced they they started uh, screaming the names of those who who participated and at, at some point they announced my name they said Paul Sferlia and I was so so excited I was so happy I was so proud that now I'm in the top five bartenders in Romania so for me it was a massive success what I what I already achieved it, this, that that was for me a true a true moment of pride, a memorable moment where where I started feeling very proud about what am I doing about my skills and about my achievements. So at the end of of the first day, I was in the top five uh, bartenders in Romania, and I was supposed to to have two more challenges in the next day to to compete. So. I remember that after the first day, I actually got out with a few friends and we kind of celebrated, not with drinks, but we stood like a few hours and discussed and celebrated. It was with, with Aida Ashor, with Bogdan Katane, with uh, Sebi Yugan, a few friends. We, we stood at the hotel and we we somehow celebrated that I... I uh, 
managed to, to, to qualify to the next round. So this was the first day. Second day, that was the, the hardest challenge. We had, to, to, we had a certain amount of money and we went in a supermarket. We had to buy some ingredients and then we had to go back and, and prepare the drinks. So I prepared the drinks and I had the last, uh, the last challenge. The last two days were, were very nice. The, a lot of coincidences happened that uh, things gathered around and, and things uh, fought in place for me to get more points because I was so prepared that I became lucky. <laughs> so this is like my mentality. If I prepare so hard, then I become, I, I become lucky. I'm not better than, than the rest of the others. I could not uh, show how good bartender I am or how I, that I'm better than, than others in just two days or in just one day. So I was so lucky that I was so uh, prepared. I trained so much that I became lucky. And after, uh, after the last challenge, I remember like uh, a heavy, uh, heavy weight I, I took off my shoulders and I felt so relaxed. After a few months of stress and the last hour, last uh, hundreds of hours of panic, of stress, of, of anxiety, of, of emotions. And after I finished the last uh, challenge, I was so released. And I said, I, I, I don't even care what's happening. And I, I was hurting, I was hearing people in the, in the crowd that were saying that uh, that person will win, that the other person will win. And people were assuming who will win. And nobody told me that uh, they assumed that I will win. So I, I kind of, uh, I didn't expect it, but I remember the moment like I can still feel the emotion that I was feeling that they announced it and Andrei Gusidi was the person who was announcing and he said the winner of World Class 2015 and with a calm voice I, I still remember the moment said Paul Sferlia and when I heard my name I still have goosebumps in this moment I'm thinking about that moment and I went and they gave me the prize of being the best bartender in Romania in 2015 it was the ultimate, the ultimate moment of, of pride. I was so proud that all the hard work, all the energy that I invested, all the money, all the pain that I was feeling, everything paid off. And now I felt I actually won and, and people, the, people recognized my skills. And that was the, the ultimate moment of pride that I felt. And I was so happy that uh, I remember that uh, after I took the prize, I started giving interviews and I was even more happy, more happy, more excited. Everything, everybody was looking and was saying, congratulations, you were very good. And, and I was, I, my, my, my happiness was building and I was more happy and I realized what, I, what it actually happened. And I remember that uh, after, uh, after the... After that, I went to my hotel room and I went to take a shower. And in that moment in the shower, I felt it. I, I actually, I started crying like a baby, naked, in the shower. <laughs> so imagine the scene. I was crying like a baby in the shower. It was crying of happiness. I was so happy that all the pain and all the, uh, the, the hard work that I put it in actually transformed it in a massive moment of pride. So actually this is the, the most intensive moment of pride that actually 
crushed all my false beliefs that I can't do something, that it's impossible. So from that powerful moment of pride, I realized that if I want something hard enough, I can do it. If I didn't manage to achieve it, I can try more, but I need to, I, I want, I, I need to, to, to want it hard enough. So it was the ultimate moment of pride and it was like a defining moment for me that completely changed my mentality and, and from that moment on I started seeing things differently. So the, the lesson for, for, for today is like how can you design more moments of pride for more exactly for your stuff I think would be or, or even for your guests but it would help more for your stuff and the framework for, for this uh, how this way the, the recipe of designing moments of pride would be first you need to show recognition and second multiply milestones like easily put it but let's take a look about moments of pride because uh, we saw in the, the previous episodes that moments of elevation lift us about the, the everyday moments of insight spark discoveries about our world and ourselves. And moments of pride capture us at our best, showing courage, earning recognition, conquering challenges. So the, the, the moments of pride usually are, uh, are uh, happening when we, we have our skills noticed by others that sparks the moment of pride. If you think about your own moment of pride in your career, my bet would be that uh, that that moment is is uh, that many of them were examples of, of recognition. For example, you were promoted, or you won an award, or a competition, or you were praised. Those are very very memorable moments. So these are like memorable moments for everybody. If we manage to increase those memorable moments, the moments of pride. To, through our staff, we can motivate them, we can inspire them, we can uh, uh, transform them in a better version of themselves. I saw how good it worked, this ultimate moment of pride for me, and I completely trans transformed myself in a, in, a, in a better version of me. So if you want to, to design more memorable uh, moments of pride to your staff, first, first way of doing it will be show recognition. Because of all the ways we can create moments of pride, for others, the simplest is to offer them recognition, is to acknowledge them, acknowledge their work, and, and say to them that we kind of acknowledge their work. And uh, this is like very, very important because more than 80% of the supervisors claim they frequently express appreciation to their subordinates but uh, less than 20% of the employees report that their supervisor express appreci appreciation more than occasionally. So call it the recognition gap. The, the person, the leaders are considering they are recognizing enough, but the employees are considering that nobody is recognizing their work. So there is a big gap. See how can you increase the way of showing recognition and uh, to recognize others in order to offer them memorable moments of pride. The second way of, of uh, designing uh, moments of pride would be multiply milestones because hitting a milestone sparks pride. It should also spark a celebration, uh, a moment of elevation. Milestone deserves peaks. 
uh, if, if you think about the Boy Scouts, they understand this idea very well. The Scouts Merit Badge program, it's active for more than 100 years. <laughs> it's a great example of introducing multiple milestones and celebrating each one. The Merit Badges are presented to the Scout at the Court of Honor where the scouts are recognized, more important, the most important thing, in front of their peers. Now, that's a peak. That's a memorable experience. So, similarly, the karate students who earn belts from the white belt to the expert black belt, they often receive them at public award ceremonies. So, if you multiply the milestones, People will get more moments of pride. As I got when I, I was competing to work class, first moment of ultimate pride for me was uh, qualifying to the best 10 Bartonis Romania. Second milestone was uh, winning, uh, qualifying to the top five Bartonis Romania. And the, the ultimate moment of pride was winning this competition. So if you manage to add more milestones to your staff, to, to game to introduce the gaming a little bit the gaming principle game gamification of the working process you can actually insert more moments of pride which are kind of very inspirational and motivational moments for every person so that's the the the, the simple and short framework on on multiplying uh, moments of pride in your staff first it, so this is like this is very simple and it's so impactful and so memorable for your staff that you cannot even imagine how how impact can this have on on the business that you are you are in so first would be show recognition to your staff show recognition to your guests and second would be multiply milestones to your staff or to your guests so this is the recipe for uh, for designing more moments of pride and this i think is the the main lesson for today i spoke more about that moment of pride that i have because moments of pride are, are so powerful that you can even feel goosebumps and and uh, butterfly in your stomach just thinking again about it so it's so powerful and it helps your business a lot if you manage to design more moments of pride for your staff and for your guests that's the lesson for today i hope it's useful paul sferlia here till tomorrow i wish you an amazing day cheers